Hey there, I'm Kendra Perry and welcome to the High on Business podcast where we get high on all things business, marketing, and mindset and pretty much everything you need to know to grow a successful online coaching business. My mission is to end health coach poverty. I am so tired of seeing talented and passionate health and wellness coaches be broke as fuck. I started my business journey as a health coach in 2014 and along the way to building my multiple six-figure company, I saw how much my colleagues were struggling to pay their bills and get their message out to the world. So in 2018, I decided to switch my focus to helping you build your online business so you can start generating profit and finally start transforming lives. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my failures, my successes, and everything you need to know to build the business of your dreams that gives you happiness, fulfillment, and of course, financial freedom. Why, hello there. Welcome back to the High on Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Perry, and I'm here as always to help you blow up your biz. But today, we're going to be talking about something a little bit different, something that we have not talked about before, and something that I honestly wasn't even planning to talk to you about. But it's something that I've been seeing a lot as of recently. And it's something that I've been getting asked a lot of questions about. So I felt the need to hop on today and be really honest and open with you about this topic, which is censorship. So you may or may not notice that there is a lot of censorship going on in the internet land when it comes to health and wellness. Now, you may or may not have noticed the censorship. I 100% have, but if you haven't, I want to bring this to light to you today because as a health coach or wellness coach or someone who works in the health and wellness and lifestyle industry, this is something that you should have a pulse on because suddenly things seem to be unfolding quicker than they have in the past. And to be honest, I'm not sure what that means for those of us who are working in the health and wellness space, but I do want to shed some light on it today and also give you some strategies and some options as always. So first off, I have a lot of opinions <laughs> about censorship and I'm going to get into that in a second, but I really started to notice the censorship happening in health and wellness maybe about a year or a year and a half ago. It started happening with Google. At least that's where I first noticed it. So anytime I was Googling something where I wanted the opinion of integrative health, functional health, or alternative wellness, usually the same sort of websites would come up. And what I started noticing is those websites disappeared. So I'm just going to use uh, Dr. Josh Axe as an example, because anytime I Googled something about nutrition or different foods, he usually came up because he had really good search engine optimization and he had written so many articles on such a wide variety of topics. But what I noticed is I actually stopped seeing Dr. Axe in the search results. And what I started seeing was the exact same websites every single time, like Healthline, like WebMD, those sorts of things. So suddenly I realized it was very difficult for me to find alternative health and wellness. In order to find Josh Axe, the only way I could get to his website if I was directly searching for his website or in, or plugging in his URL. And so this was intentional censorship. So Google started reducing the searchability and findability of certain health and wellness sites. And some of these practitioners noticed a very sharp and very steep decline 
in their traffic literally overnight because suddenly no one could find them in the search anymore. So I found that very interesting because I don't really give a shit about WebMD and what their opinion on what I'm searching for is. I don't really care about Healthline either. Really, I want the alternative natural health functional medicine advice or approach to what I'm searching for. So I very quickly realized that Google was not going to be the search engine for me. And so if you are a health coach, a wellness coach, some sort of lifestyle coach, and you are trying to research health and wellness, then I would not recommend using Google as your search platform. I would actually recommend one called DuckDuckGo. And you can get a DuckDuckGo go browser on your laptop, on your desktop. You can also get one on your phone. Now it's a little bit different. It's not quite as skookum as Google, but you will get used to it. And I love it because it gives me a much wider variety of articles from a variety of different sources. So it doesn't always direct me to the same website. So this is really when I started to notice censorship. And the thing about censorship and how I feel about censorship is I place a massive value on freedom of speech and freedom of information. I think it's incredibly important. And I think without freedom of speech or freedom of information, I think I would be in a really bad place personally in terms of my health. Because when I first got sick many, many years ago, when I went to the doctor and when I sought out help from conventional medicine, I got zero answers. And I have a feeling you may have had the same experience, at least with yourself, or your partner, or maybe one of your children. And that's ultimately why a lot of us decide to be health coaches or decide to be health and wellness practitioners. And that was my story too. So I wasn't able to get the information I needed or the help I needed from conventional medicine. And what that resulted in was me doing my own research on the internet. So if we weren't allowed to share information, if we didn't have the freedom to share information on different perspectives in health and wellness, I would not be where I am today. In fact, I think I would be incredibly sick. And personally, I think my quality of life would be total shit. So I have a huge value for that. And personally, I believe we should be able to openly discuss our opinions on whatever the fuck we want. I don't think anyone has the right to tell me what information I can can and cannot pursue. So I do not believe that government should have the right to control information that they deem damaging to us because if they did, that would be fascist. So I don't want to live in a fascist regime and you probably don't either, right? So it's really important that we have freedom of speech and that we have freedom to share information. Otherwise, we are going into dark territory. Personally, I do not think information is dangerous. And I believe that we as humans are intelligent enough and smart enough to determine what we believe to be valid and what we believe to not be valid. I believe that it's up to us to do our own research and come to our own conclusions. And we do not need social media, Google, or the government telling us what is and what is not safe. So I have a big problem with censorship and I think you probably do too. And if you don't, you probably should. It is so important that we are able to share information. So a lot of red flags, for me at least, start to go off when I start to see censorship occur. Because first off, I'm like, why is this being censored? Who doesn't want people to be able to access the functional health perspective of their question? It's not dangerous. We as health coaches know that 
it's the better way to go in terms of prevention. So why wouldn't Google want us to have access to that? That is the question. And that's the question that we need to be asking. Now, I started to see censorship happen on Facebook, maybe about six, six to eight months ago. It may have been a little bit longer, but a lot of fairly large Facebook groups focused around health and wellness began to be shut down without warning and without explanation. Now, an example of this was the student group for the Nutritional Therapy Association. And this is a very reputable certification program for nutrition practitioners in the United States. And these groups were getting shut down due to false information or quote unquote fake news. Now, my question is who gets to decide what's false information? Because even today, as we're in this crazy global coronavirus event, I've seen PubMed articles get censored. And that, my friends, is a huge fucking problem. And something about this event has sped up the censorship initiative on social media, including YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and Google. It's happening on all these major social media platforms. Now, there are specific things that are being censored and there are certain words that will definitely tip off the robo sensor bot. So there is these robots or these algorithms, and maybe it's even AI that are basically getting triggered by certain words that people say, and that could get the person a warning or could get a video deleted, for example. And I do know what those words mean. And unfortunately, what I've seen is some of the people who I followed for years not only are they getting censored, but they're getting deplatformed. And what deplatformed means is that their account is getting shut down, which is really fucked up, right? An example of this are the couple who created the truth about cancer and the truth about vaccines. Now, if you haven't seen the truth about vaccines, I'm going to link to it in the show notes because it is an incredibly well done series. Incredibly well done. And when you watch this, you will ask the question, why is this being censored? Because it's not extreme one way or the other. And it's very reasonable in my opinion. And it's very well researched. It's a combination of doctors and lawyers and attorneys and activists all speaking about what the science actually says about vaccination. And it literally blows my mind as to why that would be censored. And the fact that it's being censored, all it tells me is there's, there is something that somebody doesn't want us to know. And I don't know if you're like me, but I'm a rebel. As soon as someone tells me that I shouldn't do something, that is all I care about doing. Maybe you're like me. I do not like being told what to do. I totally clash with authority. Hence why I have my own business. Because if anyone tells me anything, I'm like, fuck off. I don't want to do that. And it's so bad that even if I'm on like a museum tour, I'm like pissed off that they're telling me when to move to the next area. It's definitely an issue and it's probably something I have to work on. But you might be like me when things get censored, it actually kind of ignites a fire under your ass. That brings me to the words that are being censored. Now, if you're concerned about censorship, because I don't think anyone wants to have their account shut down, especially if you're like me and you will lie, rely on social media to get your message out and to attract clients. But what I can tell you is there are three categories of things that will tip off the robo censor bots. I want to take a quick break from this episode to ask you a question. Is working with one-to-one -one clients crushing your soul and making you feel burnt out as fuck? I totally hear you. 
When I was a health coach, my entire business model was built around working with private clients. And when I looked at my schedule and saw that whole wall of appointments, I felt completely overwhelmed and then totally exhausted at the end of the day. Maybe you can relate. Listen up, you do not need to trade your time for money. You can help more people while working less hours, plus increase your income along the way. Enter group programs. When I launched my first group coaching program, my schedule got less intense and I was able to scale my business faster than I ever thought possible. If you want to start a group program, but you have no idea where to start or you're lacking the confidence to take action, I put my entire strategy to launching a successful group program into an easy to follow checklist so you can see exactly how I was able to launch one with success. You can download my launch your profitable group checklist at bit.ly forward slash group dash program. That's bit.ly forward slash group dash program. And I will also link to that in the show notes. There are three categories of things that will tip off the robo sensor bots. The first one is 5G. Now what's interesting about 5G is Ofcom, which is the organization that is responsible for taking down content where people are discussing the potential health consequences of 5G, is also one of the companies responsible for the rollout of 5G in the UK. So I don't think you could see even a bigger conflict of interest. Very, very interesting. But Personally, I have my own opinions about 5G and I'm not going to get into that today. But personally, I believe that we should always be able to have discussions about things, especially a new technology that is unlike something we have used before, like in the case of 5G. When we can't even have a discussion about something, that's a fucking problem, a big fucking problem. But 5G is something that will tip off the robo sensor bots. The next thing, and you're probably expecting this, is vaccines. So vaccines is another incredibly polarizing topic in the world right now on social media, and that is something that will tip off the robo sensor bots as well. So if you have a Facebook group or you want to talk about these topics on your platform, something you can do to trick, I guess, <laughs> the robo sensor bots would be to spell it differently. So for example, you could spell 5G as F-I-V-E-G or F-I-V-E-G-E-E or something like that, right? You can spell it a little bit differently. For vaccines, maybe you could spell it V-A-C-K-Z-I-N-E-S. So you kind of read it the same. People will generally get it, but it's spelt a little bit different as to not tip off the bots. Now, the other thing that is triggering censorship, which I find incredibly fascinating is, and this has been outwardly stated by YouTube, it's now currently in their terms of use. No one is allowed to discuss anything that goes against the COVID-19 narrative put out by the WHO. Fascinating. And again, I have a lot of opinions about this. As always, I have probably a lot more opinions than you even know and just don't always speak them because I am here to help you grow your business and I'm not here to spew my alternative opinions out to the world and to you. But the World Health Organization, for example, you may or may not be aware of this, but it is completely financed by people who are profiting from the pandemic, like vaccine manufacturers, Bill Gates, 
pharmaceutical companies. It's a problem. But that is interesting. That is very interesting. So if you have alternative views about what's going on with COVID-19, you may or may not want to discuss that on social media, depending on how you feel about censorship. Now, when it comes to speaking your mind, I am a full believer in being polarizing and speaking your mind and saying what you believe in and taking a stand for what you believe in. And so I don't think you should hold back. I think you should talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. But if you are concerned about censorship, if it would be the end of your world, if you were to get deplatformed from social media, all I want you to do is consider this. If you truly want to discuss these topics on platforms that do not have censorship, this is what I know. So bitshoot.com is a video platform and it's completely uncensored. So a lot of the videos like the truth about vaccines, for example, uh, that have been removed from traditional mainstream social media, well, you can get them on BitChute, which is pretty cool. If you want to speak openly, as far as I can tell, iTunes is not censoring. I've seen a lot of controversial information on podcasts and on iTunes. And from what I can tell, iTunes is currently not censoring. So if you have a podcast, if you want to talk about more controversial topics, but you're worried about getting reprimanded, punished, I hate those words. You know what I'm saying? You could try starting a podcast. Now, if you have a Facebook group, I do recommend that you have a backup plan just in case. Now, as far as I can tell, and I might be wrong, but as far as I can tell, Facebook seems to be going after the bigger Facebook groups with more influence. I haven't seen, I've still seen lots of groups about um, 5G. In fact, I am currently in a local group that is trying to stop the rollout of 5G in my town. And that one seems to be doing fine, but there's always a chance that they could shut you down without warning or without reason. If you want to get ahead of it, and you just don't even want to have to deal with that, and you want to be able to speak freely and not be censored or worry about the words that you speak, then I would actually recommend getting off Facebook. And there's a few different platforms that will work for you that aren't censoring. So Slack. Slack is a messaging team communication app, and I've actually used it for community. I use Slack for my team communications. It's how I uh, communicate with all my freelancers and my virtual assistants, and I love it. And if you don't have it, I definitely recommend getting it. I will link to that in the show notes, but I'm also in a year-long leadership mastermind program and we use Slack for our community. And I think it works really well. And I actually really love that I can participate in the community without having to go on Facebook. It's pretty cool. And it's pretty easy to use. And I think your people would probably be able to use it. Um, You would probably be able to figure it out quite quickly. If you want a bit more of a community-like platform that's a little bit more similar to Facebook, I actually recommend Mighty Networks. I will also link to that in the show notes. I have been involved in a community that use Mighty Networks, and I actually thought it was pretty good. And I think as the censorship continues to happen and people get more annoyed with Facebook, I think Mighty Networks will get bigger and it'll continue to get better. Now, the other one I'm going to recommend, and I have not used this personally, but I have had it recommended by a mentor, is circle.co. And I am going to confirm that that is the URL. Um, so I will make sure the URL is correct in the show notes. But from what I've heard, it's like Slack and Facebook had a baby and now you have circles.co. Definitely check that out. Um, this is something that I'm currently looking at because although I am a business mentor, a business strategist, 
I do have a community for my hair tissue mineral analysis practitioner training. Um, so we have, we use a Facebook group for course support and for the membership support. And I do know that sometimes there are conversations about controversial topics in that group. So part of me wants to just get ahead of it and bring the community off of Facebook so that I don't have to be in that situation of things suddenly being shut down and having to scramble, right? So it's definitely something that I'm considering, but we are a small group. I believe we're about 90 people and I'm not sure if Facebook really cares about us, but you never know. If you have a problem with censorship, this is the time to speak out. I have heard our prime minister, Trudeau, say that he wants to control the narrative and he plans to punish and remove people who discuss against what he's saying. So people who discuss against his narrative, which is that of the World Health Organization. I have a huge fucking problem with that. I can't even tell you. There is something that is so wrong with that. So if you are concerned about censorship and you believe this infringes on your rights as a human being, if you believe it infringes on your civil liber liberties, this is the time to speak up because laws get passed and new normals become the new normal when people do nothing and when people don't speak up. Our government was created to uphold our rights and to work for us. And in 2020, I have no faith in government. And maybe you feel the same as me. And this is not a political podcast, so I'm not going to get into it. But this is a time to stand up and write your government officials and tell them that you oppose censorship and tell them that you, you are against and you do not consent to government control of information. Because if you don't, then you might find yourself living in a world where we no longer have freedom of speech or freedom of information. And right now, I've never seen it happen so quickly. So I wanted to hop on this podcast today and talk about this because I have been getting questions about it. I've had a couple coaches reach out to me and say that they are scared to share information on social media because they're not sure what they can share and they're worried about getting censored. You, my friend, health coach, I see you and you have so many gifts. You have absolutely so much to give. So please do not hide your gifts. People need you so much right now and they need you more than ever. And I truly believe that now is the time for health coaches, wellness coaches, anyone coaching in the health and wellness and lifestyle space to stand up and be a leader, to stand up and take a stand, to fight for what we believe in, which is natural health and wellness, which is the ability to make our own choices for our health and pursue non-drug non-pharmaceutical interventions that keep us healthy and prevent us from getting future disease. Now is the time. So if you have questions about this episode, or if you want to chat with me about censorship or any other topic that we discuss on this podcast, you can find me as always on Instagram. My handle is at Kendra Perry Inc at Kendra Perry INC, and I always answer my direct messages and I always love to chat with you. Now, some fun things coming up on the podcast. I know I've been doing primarily solo episodes up until this point, but I am going to start bringing in guests, which I am super, super excited for. I'm going to start with some of the amazing leaders that I am currently in a leadership program with called the Thought Leader Collective. And I cannot wait to bring these people on the podcast because they are incredible and inspiring leaders who have so much to share and 
whom you can learn so much from. So that's going to be coming up soon. If you have any episode requests, again, reach out to me on Instagram. I am happy to support you in whatever way possible. And if you like this episode and you hang out on Instagram, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories. You can mention me at Kendra Perry Inc. And I will share it to my story. And that shows me that you like this content and you want more content just like this. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you again in one week from now with another episode of the High End Business Podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I'm wondering, do you want to help me with my mission to end health coach poverty? Because if you do... I need all the help I can get. And all I need is two minutes of your time. If you could leave me a five-star review on iTunes, that would help so much. These reviews help get my podcast in front of more people, which means that I can reach more health coaches and complete my mission. Thank you so much for your help. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.